I have a solution to this. <laughs> yes. Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Guthrie Straw. And I'm Aaron Flores, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. We are the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversations about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way. Covering bicycling, trains, transit, adventures, and life hacks. And today, almost spilling our tea, um, and today <laughs> we have Adventures with Maddie. And Joe. <laughs> Just leave that hanging for a minute. The, the, uh, I, shoot. No? Got yeah, yes. What? Okay, but, let's uh, start yes. with full sentences, people. Full sentences. <laughs> I, I'm officially over full sentences. It's 2020. I think we are long past. I love it. The simple way. I've been, I've been We're gonna simplify using abbreviations for yes. all of my, all of my English and non-English lately. It, it was time. Yeah, Some people yeah, give up yeah. um, sugar for Lent. I give up full sentences. This is interesting since you're probably the most well-read of the uh, two of us. <laughs> I was, was going to say, and I was like, oh, wait, we're sitting with two writers right now. <laughs> uh, I saw that pregnant pause. There. <laughs> uh, maybe? I don't know. I So this year and a half, then a whirlwind. Actually, it's funny. Since we're talking books, I think since I lent the book to you, Starting around that time, I've read more from then to now than I had read in like four years previous, maybe even five years, uh, or six or seven. I feel, seven. I feel partially responsible by taking the book away. Oh, no, it's good. I like I love sharing books. Hey, you're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you're, you are responsible, darn it, uh, in, a, in the best of ways. Uh, so the funny thing is, I, I, I read, that was over a year ago, right, I borrowed the book? Yeah, right around. Yeah, and I, I read a little bit, and then I had it on my bedside table and slept next to it for a year. I'm mm-hmm. touching it. Um, this is horrible, but when I was so busy writing my book, I stopped reading for pleasure. That makes sense. I've heard that happens. And it, I have not got back into the habit. And I used to be such a voracious reader. Um, but I'm slowly getting back into it, except for that book. Um, I took it on spring break with me. It rode all the way down to Eugene over three days with me. Read a little bit. So I, I finally got back into it after a year of not touching it. Okay. And then knowing I had to give it back, I did what I've been doing with books lately, which is a little lazy. Did not read the actual copy you lent me, but I checked out the ebook from the library okay. and read it on my tiny iPhone screen. Yes, and I did I did just I had to finish it before I gave it back, even though I wasn't giving back the version I was reading it. Okay. But I just finished it an hour and, ago. And nice. This freaked me out a little because she said I'm reading the book and I looked over and it's on the bedside stand. I said, No, you're not. She's she's, she's not good. And I though. think, oh she's tele- telepathic now. Right. now I'm in I trouble. tried that for a year. I thought no secrets. No it. secrets. Yeah. It's a no secret policy with her. My uh, sixth grade science teacher teacher used to call that learning by osmosis well it, it never worked a, for me it never worked never. for me we, either we took that one step farther in college and i recorded myself um reading our physics textbook and my roommate and i slept while my recording Ooh. played didn't, didn't, work. didn't nice. do a thing no it, i bet it worked <laughs> had a good night's sleep though you know, yeah kind of white noise mm-hmm. <laughs> hey it's better than putting on like six hours of python programming to try to make yourself fall asleep 
Oh, is that oh, what you did recently? That's a wonderful thing to fall asleep to. It's actually pretty good. If, if you do put on six hours of Python programming, check out Mosh's course, Six Hours of Python Programming. <laughs> it's, it's good, it's good uh, for learning and for sleeping, <laughs> depending on how awake you are. No, we're talking about Monty Python, right? Oh, oh, you no. wish. Uh, <laughs> that would be pretty good. See, I was I going the other direction. I was. I, you're talking I about had, actual pythons. Yeah, well. No, uh, no computer language. I had to, oh, see. It's all good. Uh, Don't worry. I just, learned, over here. I just learned this like as he's talking about this. Not like, a lot of people Python use Python these days. So. I was and I three steps was thinking, removed. Like, I was thinking okay. like, yeah, oh, I was, he's, I was he's three steps removed. See, I need to get with you guys. That's That's what's going on here. Yeah. Uh, I was like, oh, wait, but he's a programmer. Oh, this is a programming language. Yes, I've heard of this oops. before. Right. Well, it's okay. uh, yeah, I mean, it's not like I knew the whole time uh, what he was talking about. Uh-huh. Well, this is right the part on. we edit out or in. <laughs> uh, one of those two. No, it's uh, yeah, it as, as a, you know, because I don't know who actually cares or not, but uh, it's great if you like reading and you like science and you like data science. Python is a good language for that. And if you like to laugh and mm-hmm. send up uh, for our our lost Monty Python this week, um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't imagine you can fall asleep though to Monty Python. Yeah, that's you're the doing problem it wrong. I would have. You're doing it. Yeah, wrong. You're watching Monty Python wrong. <laughs> it'd be it'd be like Life of Brian, and then like, oh, I just stayed up and watched the whole movie. That yeah, that would exactly. be my problem. Well, see, you've got me like riffing now because you could do like Pythons on Pythons on Pythons, which is a programming course. That teaches snakes to code while watching Monty Python. Or walking, like Boom. jabber walking. You could just do all kinds of stuff there. You could, Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'm not going to do it. We have gone down <laughs> a rabbit hole here of Python. <laughs> and it's all my fault. Uh, we have brought Maddie and Joe into the studio this evening to talk about lots of things. Uh, catch up with both of you. Uh, in addition, there's some neat stuff that's going to be going on air if you are in Oregon and if not you can find it on is it Oregon Public Broadcasting? Oh yeah. And the upcoming future so excited to get into that. I, I, I'm going to tease it a little. Oh yeah, so oh, yeah. proud. I'm so, yes. almost so proud over can, here. Can I say? Yeah. Totally. Right. So um Thursday, February 27th at 8:30 p.m. um Pacific on time. Pacific time. Well, I don't know. Where yes, I guess so. Um on Oregon Public Broadcasting, the Oregon Field Guide segment. Uh, followed me on my uh, annual bike pilgrimage to the coast. Um, Maria Sher and I and Pixie the dog uh, biked out over two days to the coast and back. Um, and they came along and they are going to air it. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'll be online too. I'm very excited to watch that's, it. That's pretty sweet. Oh, I don't know anybody else who has had superstar. a TV <laughs> Superstar. <laughs> totally. Well, um, did you watch the recent Bay Ocean? Um, oh, so good. Field guide. It was no, so, so good. Oh, oh, yeah. It was okay. really nicely filmed. I can't imagine. Um, oh, they're going to do such a good exciting. job. Pixie's really, really uh, camera ready. So. Well, oh, I'm sure it will be. I've been in, on shows all over the country and world, and, and I'm always surprised that made me, first off, they made me look acceptable. I'm not shocking. <laughs> like, this one off, crazy man. Right. They just edit it. I mean, they're professionals. That's the I key love thing there. I love the beauty of editing. Yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. Professional professional editing and and uh, I guess it's also editing when you like sort of polish off the image, hmm. um, make it look nicer. Yeah, like there's like oh like grade it and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, on the similar subject, there is a picture of members of the Sprocket podcast in a magazine in Japan. 
Nice. Wow. Wait, is <laughs> I'll that, show it to you later. Is that through uh, tech? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Through through techs and and uh, and Tad's. Yep. Uh, uh, what is it? Play Resilience Lab. Oh. And well, it, it's funny how you know, like it, you know my memory is like we what? did not look that good. Exactly. <laughs> That's the thing. I'll get pictures of people sending me things from because you know I've been at this twenty years now, and God, it's been twenty years, you guys, since Metal Cowboy came out. Um, and it'll be like door number three or door number one. Sometimes I'll be like, wow, look at that, look at that, that lion. Yeah. And then I'll get a picture like, whoa, whoa, oh my God, <laughs> shield us all from that. You're like that, that should have been an illustration. <laughs> that's, that's hot these days. <laughs> Would have been much better as an illustration. <laughs> soft lighting. So, uh, Maddie, how, how did they approach you about that? Yeah, what what was the lead up? Oh, I'm curious. Um, so, I hadn't planned to write my year before trip on Bike Portland, but Jonathan said, hey, this would be a wonderful post on Bike Portland. So the the year before Marie and I went, I went with my friend Ellie, who comes down to visit from Sacramento often um, when our kid-free weekends coincide and we take fun bike adventures. Like over Thanksgiving, we rode um, to Vernonia via the Banks Vernonia Trail, and then back on the Crown Zellerbach Trail, which I'd never done before. Okay, um, how'd you like it? I loved it. I hear um, so many good things about that. I've yeah. used such a it. cool yeah. graffiti church of sorts. What is it, baby? It's like uh, oh, it's just an old mill. Yeah, the old mill. Okay, and she sent pictures um, of it from the road. But yeah, so awesome. so the year before, I had read about the Trask Trail and thought that sounded well awful. Um, <laughs> but in like but, the, the type oh, two I think kind I of way. About it first for, from you was it from phil on that on the show i think it was well you were maybe recounting oh, phil telling okay. you about it but i, I don't so. think i've ever heard about it before but peabot has it like listed on there i think right in oregon bikepacking okay. has it listed but you were the first who i think said <laughs> the word trash oh cool um well great <laughs> yeah so ellie and i did it and it was the hardest thing i've ever done mm. and i said i will never do this again um i had two pizzas for these uh, individuals when they got home we're talking big pizzas. They were gone. Yeah. They had worked so hard. They were just, you know, that end of a bike trip. Oh, yeah. Oh. oh yeah. But yeah, so I, so I, uh, Jonathan said, this would be great on Bike Portland. I like, he always usually changes my titles and he changed it to When Moms Escape. Um, okay. And a producer <laughs> at OPB um, is getting into bikepacking and she really mm. liked it. And she said, hey, would you do something like that again? And we could come along and film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I immediately forgot that I said I would never do that again. And I couldn't think of anything better, mm. um, you know, because it's, it's bikepacking. It's, you know, it's quiet. It's remote. It's gravelly. Um, it's perfect. The other similar trails are harder. Um, so put we you did on the, the coast? exact same thing yeah. again with uh, them along. Yeah. And you know OPB's thinking, put us on the coast, because right. half of their shows mm. are on the coast. Yeah, so. I, mean, I, I think they would have happily come anywhere, but mm-hmm. um, it just, I, that trail is, well, I don't know, I don't want to say perfect. Sure. <laughs> have you done it, or it's on your list no. of things? No, well, so ever, ever since Phil told me about it, okay. I was like, hey, Phil, thanks for the recommendation. I should do that one of these days. And one of these days has not yet come to pass. She's done uh, it twice since you mentioned it. It's true. It's so true. <laughs> well, so, I'm happy I could inspire other people, people to. I'll tell you my, my whole itinerary that uh-huh. I like doing. So I like going. You, you have to do it on a weekend, as you know. So I okay. like going on a Saturday, Sunday, all the way to the coast. And then Monday, 
traffic is not bad on Highway 6, so I just come back gotcha. on the highway. And I really like that. Because so, then I don't yeah. have to... I mean, some people go in, like, I think one day the entire way. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. never do that. That's yeah. not the simple life. No. I, I like for Highway 6, too. Um, you have, like, the perfect bailout from Portland because you can just take the wave back for, like, five bucks. Mm. Uh, so, like, if you hit Tillamook and you're feeling saucy, sweet, ride back. Yeah. But if you're feeling like I would probably feel after two days of riding Trask, I might even take... The uh, public transit option yeah, <laughs> back yeah. into town. There you, go. There you have it. Uh, so, so uh, with that, uh, Maria was telling me a little bit about long. So, the I'm curious. What do you recall the name of the producer for that piece? Um, yeah, but you should have Maria and I on for a different oh. show. Oh, shoot. Then, See, right? I just get too excited. Let's talk about LA. Like, it's okay. We're, we're, okay. Let's talk okay. about we're plugging, well, sunny then, Let's too, talk about plug the trask. I'm, I'm like a dog and somebody's like squirrel and I'm like, oh, squirrel. And, and the squirrel happens <laughs> Shiny to be objects, the trask trail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so so Brock saw my Instagram post about I think on Instagram, not Facebook, about dropping my phone in the LA River. Okay. And he thought that would be good show fodder. Yeah. But I feel like that's the littlest part of like <laughs> our week long adventure. Our odyssey, um, our multimodal so, odyssey. Hey, Brock's not here right now, so we don't have to talk about. Um, we'll work it in. My <laughs> yeah. paw, my right. phone paw. Um, so <laughs> Brock also uh, was all over our Instagrams of the train part of the trip. Yes, mm-hmm. Brock the was train. That's We've got train news this week. Brock, yeah. I think I think it was like eight years ago now. On the palm tree ride, the which day. happened yesterday, right? Just, yesterday. Yeah, oh, yesterday oh, sorry, or two sorry. Days ago. Um, two weeks ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fine. Um, it takes us some time too. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my older son loved trains back then, and Brock had a little dangly from his saddle of a railroad crossing oh, sign. Right. Yes. So we were like. Watching Brock, like, yeah. And then finally he talked to us and, and like, we bonded and then school bus driver and, oh, my goodness. Um, so, yeah, I know he's into trains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we were be. into trains very recently, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so did you take from from here all the way down to L.A.? Yeah, 30 hours. Oh, um, man. So it was so, actually my other son's idea because he hates flying. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't bring the kids along, but I love getting to try this stuff out without sure. the kids. And yeah. it would definitely be a lot harder with kids along. But wow, it was amazing. It changed the whole it was, tenor it was of so our vacation, fun. though. Well, and also just, just as soon as I booked it, suddenly everything seems so simple. Because mm-hmm. all you have to think is like, well, at least it's not 30 hours. Um, mm. <laughs> you know, three okay. and a half hours on a train yeah. to Seattle or like an hour long bus ride somewhere. At least it's not 30 hours. And um, you did the Coastal Starlight? Yeah, the Coastal Starlight. It, it was a yeah. beautiful 30 hours. It was yeah. lovely. We um we left in the rain. Um, of course we left and in we the rain. And we arrived in the rain. Um, I was just remembering <laughs> that because it felt yes. a lot like today. Mm. Yeah. But, um, but it was lovely. You know, you just roll up and you put your bike whole. You know, oh, yeah, and that's relatively the... new for um, the Coast Starlight yeah, line. Yes. I, yeah, I yeah. Um, was just talking to someone who didn't realize you could bring your bike unboxed. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's only about a year, right. maybe and two years. And that's different from when I traveled back in the 90s and 2000s mm-hmm. on all oh, yeah. with all my adventures. Um, Even I the never... last time I went down to the yes. coast, I still had to box my so bike. So you just yeah, yeah. roll your bike up, you hand them, and you take your panniers, and now you're, you're in the train. Mm-hmm. I, I hadn't originally thought about bringing a bike to L.A., um, I've brought a Brompton once, but just like biked the littlest bit of, about. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the, the fact that like the train made it so easy, um, it was so marvelous. We didn't get in cars at all the mm-hmm. whole week. The whole week. Um, I've never been able to do that in L.A. I, mm-hmm. Well, let's see. I would say that's that's an accomplishment in L.A. It, it, well, it's especially, really hard. Especially for somebody who's just visiting. I would say it's one thing for somebody who's yeah. a resident. 
who knows the town. I know curfew I mean, people you, there, you know but the, yeah, it, you know it's tough. I don't, I don't know it that well, though. I, I should point out, I go <sighs> annually to visit my family. My brother and my dad both live there, but I, I always have to point out, but I've never lived in L.A. I was born in Santa Barbara. I lived a very long time in San Diego, so I've lived on either side. But don't I really call don't her know. an L.A. girl. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. I really don't know L.A. <laughs> See, these, well. I'm missing all these fingers. <laughs> um, By the way, San Diego, not bad to bike in. Yeah, yeah. It's a very yeah, big, though, and but, very uh, spread out. But yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the last time I was in L.A., which was like, you know, on a bike, was 20 years before. Sure. The infrastructure is totally changed. I'm not talking about the interstates. I'm not talking about that Saturday Night Live skit with the Californians talking about all the different <laughs> what routes. What are you doing here? Yeah. I love that. Take even the though it's not a stretch at all. Exactly. To I the 10. It's so true. <laughs> you can't take you the can't 10. You can't take the 10 time. at this time. What so, are you doing, Devin? <laughs> that's right. So when we were on the surface streets, there were Sharrows and, and Ballards and, and uh, bike lanes and I was able to enjoy the architecture and the fruit trees, and I was just loving it yeah. until my chain snapped. <laughs> mm. What? Uh, so, what areas were you two biking in? So, um, my brother just moved from Highland Park to Glendale, so we stayed there. So, but before I'll say the my last two visits with the kids when my brother was still in Highland Park, we uh, used transit to get everywhere. We'd stay mm-hmm. at a hotel in Pasadena, three stops down the Gold Line, mm-hmm. um, and that worked really, really well. Um, but uh, getting to bike and not even do train. We didn't even like take a, a light rail train anywhere. Not, not one. Easy. And we would arrive oh. places before other relatives. Once. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. So, so, yeah. So, we were. Oh, so we she stayed, sold me out. Right? I love it. We stayed in Glendale. Um, you tried. You tried. <laughs> we didn't stray all that far and do all that many things. But my, okay. So my dad lives over in West Hollywood. I should have looked up how many miles. I stravaed. Once I got my replacement phone, um, I started recording what? things. Something to happened to your phone in L.A.? <laughs> Before L.A. <laughs> Authors know that as um, foreshadowing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so we mostly went between Glendale and West Hollywood. Mm. And then we downtown. also went to yeah downtown um, and to Griffith Park for my nephew's third birthday party at the train museum. Oh. It's so fun. They have a mural with the daylight. Um, the train that lives here yeah. at our train museum huh. in L.A. So excited. My three-year-old nephew did not appreciate that. Actually, <laughs> at our train museum, we make a wooden toy train with, that goes on like normal uh, wooden tracks. Okay. Now, that did not exist when we were into trains right. like five but years be- ago. But. Before we talk about her phone incident, which we foreshadowed, <laughs> um, I want to say that we wouldn't have gone as far as we went except that Maddie cannot help herself, even off the clock, as a Portland, around Portland tours, uh, tour guide and bike aficionado on those tours. She, off the clock, all of a sudden, she was just like a mad scientist over there. She lined up this taco tour for us. Oh, yes. Out of nowhere, she goes, Mm. we're going to hit a couple taco stands today, uh, Joe. And I'm like, great. And the next thing you know, we are on Taco Nirvana. We're riding fish tacos of Ensenada. We're doing t- breakfast tacos. And and she weeded out all the crap. I mean, oh, yeah. it was good There's stuff. There's no crap. It's all good. It's it true. <laughs> but, Please. But we had ambiance. We, it was wonderful. So we wouldn't have gone as far as we went, except we had detours to tacos. And pie. Pie. <laughs> I dig that. Yeah. I'm a pie lover. 
Talk. Why I'm whispering about that. Yeah, why, why, you should be proud of that. <laughs> but it feels lascivious. Like, <laughs> a little more lascivious. To talk when about it was pie. supposed to be all about tacos. Exactly. Yeah. I was well, cheating have... on the taco with the pie. <laughs> That's okay. I hear they do that in L.A., so yeah. you know, I'm not going to It's okay. It's Southern California. You take the 10 to the pie. <laughs> mm. Um. So for your biking around, like the last time that I was in L.A., I came down through Malibu. So we mostly stuck over towards the coast and i'm trying to recall if some of the aqueduct stuff that i might have been riding by is that like i can't remember if i ever saw like the official like exit of the la river or oh, or like it, it did you make it down to the aqueduct now oh um, yeah okay yeah we so we didn't have to go too far along it um but i think it's gotten grown like into quite an extensive trail and okay. we didn't get close to the coast um, thank goodness it was kind of cold or else we would have had to ride all the way to Santa Monica. Yeah, we had said we were, but oh, we yeah. didn't because it, it was just it was a little cold. chilly. Yeah. I mean, not cold for us, but cold for the beach. Oh, right. gotcha. Right. So it was so 60. It was like, yeah. People right. were like, ah. No, yeah, it, I, I mean, would... it was below 60 most of the time. In the so. mornings it was. We, we, and we were on this Dr. Seuss-esque hill. Her brother lives up across from like Michael Jackson's sarcophagus over in Woodlawn <laughs> in, in Glendale. So yeah. we every day we had to... We enjoyed coming down the hill, but coming back, it was this mile climb or oh, half a mile climb. Yeah. And we're not and talking about like windy. It, it's and, one of those yeah. LA. It's, yep. Yeah. That's where I snapped my chain the <laughs> first time. The first. So you. you okay. So morning. you guys all know. I mean, this was such a, a, a lie to yourself cyclist moment. I snapped the chain. You just kind of like. Take a link out right, and then put it back together. from Maddie's brother's house. I'm back there with Maddie's. I didn't even have. Somebody stole it at bike, port, uh, bike craft. Somebody borrowed indefinitely. If you're out there, bring it back. No questions asked. <laughs> Took my MacGyver I've had for 20 years. My bike tool of, of the gods. With a, a G-U-Y in the yes. middle. MacGyver. Um, and it's gone. So I didn't have it with me. And it's my chain breaker and everything else. Oh, wow. So Maddie had, of course, Maddie had a chain breaker. So I'm in the back working on it. And I'm, and she's like, should we replace that? Ah, no, no. This is just a, my, we are what, two miles into the next day. Right? You know, I come downhill. I'm babying. I'm babying. We hit a hill. Bam. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, and so the only bad part about this is that it, ate into our, our taco tour because we were going to do two more tacos that day than we, we ended did, up doing. Right, we only did so we did one, one of three. So but, but other than that. But in my defense, the taco place, we realized later on the taco place we were going to go to, we mistook for a battery store. It was like, it looked like Battery Max or something, yeah. a green and black logo and all. So we didn't go to that, uh, but we were distracted by the broken chain. Plus side, we ended up at our friend's uh, Golden Saddle Cyclery. Um, oh, it was yeah. just awesome. It was and, the closest bike shop to the second yeah. uh, chain break. So. And so, and literally, I was able to fix it real quick, baby it, and then we just limped in to go and they put, the guy's like, what do you want to do here? I said, I, looked at it, I want to replace it. Let's just, yeah, yeah, let's just put a new chain on. <laughs> but that was my chain uh, uh, debacle. But I think this is a good moment to lead back to the LA River. And an incident. <laughs> the, the incident, like they say on the... <laughs> we can't not talk about it. We've teased it out way we too We really much. have. It's like on Lost, yeah. the well, incident. So, so I don't want to talk about that phone just yet, because that was my brand new phone. Okay. I lost my phone the day before our trip. Oh, no. Um, which is actually... I mean, ultimately, it's on my train. fault. Um, well, no, not a train, because of that mudslide in Tacoma, where okay. um, I think... 
I didn't stick around to find out what they were doing, but I think they were rerouting Amtrak passengers yep. onto buses. When, were, when was this trip? Right? The December. 23rd or the 24th of we December. left. Yeah. But on the 23rd, I was supposed to take a train with the kids up to Seattle to yeah. deliver them for their winter break. We probably missed each other by maybe a couple hours at oh. the Amtrak station. I was not at the Amtrak oh, station, okay. though, gotcha. because I didn't want to deal with their... Um, their party line that uh-huh. we will accommodate you either on a bus around the same time or on the next day. And or I, on a donkey. I, I had my co-Starlight trip the next day, oh, so yeah. I couldn't yeah. like scooch everything back yeah, a day to yeah, drink, yeah. bring the kids to Seattle. So sense. I um, just um, you know banked the ticket for our next trip to Seattle and booked us on Bolt Bus. Okay. Um, but it threw me off my game. So Bolt Bus um, stops right outside Ouija Maya in um, the big grocery store in Seattle. So I'm getting some King snacks. King Street, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't know there was a grocery store right there. Oh, yeah. It's like the hugest really? um, Asian grocery store. How do I miss store. that? Yeah. Well, now well, you so know. So it's at the Bolt Bus. Well, so they moved it like a block. I think it might be on like first. Oh, okay. Or, I, it's always been at the King Street different. Station okay. whenever I used it. Oh, right, right. Well, I think it was actually like at Union Station, technically, the old train station for Bolt. And now it's okay. like a block farther south. Or It's a little different. Okay. Well, and you know, I forgot until um, my Bolt trip before that Bolt has moved here. So that mm-hmm. is like. Mm-hmm. So annoying. So I bring oh. my Brompton with me. So I'm like carrying a Brompton. I'm buying snacks. I've got a phone responding to um, Anza is my dog sitter, uh, oh, Andy and yeah, Chaley's yeah. Uh, teenager. Oh. Um, so I'm letting her know when I'll show up. So I've got all this stuff dog. going on. I think I put my phone down by the water fountain as I'm refilling my bottle or I left it in the grocery cart. And the next thing I know, it's gone. Oh, um Thank goodness I'm on Bolt Bus where, you're, like, there are no frills. You need to show them your boarding pass right. on your phone to get on. But I didn't have my phone. But thank goodness I had my laptop with me. So um, you could just pull it up with... Well, your, you couldn't just pull it up if you didn't think to save it. So <laughs> I see the earlier Bolt Bus. So I run there and try to connect to its slow Wi-Fi so I can get to my email. Yeah. And then, like, right as I get there, it takes off. Uh, and then a casino but bus a pulled Starbucks up. So I'm nearby. like, oh, I thought oh, the casino okay. bus yes. has Wi-Fi, but oh my it gosh, didn't. This is so sly. And then I was too shy to ask anyone to make a hotspot for me. Uh, I've only just learned how to do that myself. So um, I didn't want to I don't have think to talk I, I would be able to do that either. So <laughs> then my Bolt bus comes. So I'm trying to connect, trying, trying, trying. And the woman is right there. And I'm in Group B for the first time ever. I'm not in Group C. I'm in Group B. And um, you know, I tell on. her, I'm like, I've got it, but I'm trying to connect. And it's groupie. She's like, do you know your groupie? I'm like, I know I'm groupie. <laughs> I looked at it on my phone before I lost it. And, and if, you don't, like, if you don't sit with that group and for some reason the, the bus is full, do you not get on then? You don't oh, have I have a, a feeling reason? like if you don't get your ticket loaded and show yeah. it. But finally after group C got on it loaded and I got mm. on. Oh, okay. mm. um, and I'm following all this with little... Little tidbit she's sending me. Phone gone, but I'm 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 working it out. I'm blah, blah, blah. That was after I paid four ninety nine for the um oh, okay. the better Wi Fi on the bus so I could report the phone lost oh, and then order yeah. a new one. I have the insurance. Um but I, I exhausted four um like bots in the chat session before they finally transferred me to a real person. <laughs> and then I went through three real people because I wasn't, um, they couldn't, let's see, what was this, the problem? The phone, I might be naive, but this seems like a pretty straightforward 
problem to me. Yes. And like, I, I'm expecting they, they face it like 4,000 times a day. I would um, think so. From all over the country. It, it so, was going at the speed of corporation. Yeah, speed of corporation. That's a great one. So this is all to say that when her new phone arrived. I'm not there. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> rushing. But so that was just, out so chapter I finally four and get five. it reported um, lost. But then there's like the third party that replaces it, but they can only mail it to your um, address on file. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it was only going to take three days. So I'm like, hey, I should mail it to my brother's house. But so then I had to like go through two bots of the third party oh, replacement service yeah. and get a real person who um, – so that was just two bots and one real person. So finally, yes, everything is like sorted. I was on the bus thinking I was going to have to hop off and go to the conveniently placed Lloyd Center right there, mm. which I didn't realize until a few weeks ago is not a convention center but a shopping mall. I've never been there. Oh, but there's really? an AT&T store there. <laughs> so I thought maybe I this necess- is a sign I need I a fancy I would necessarily iPhone. call it a shopping mall. No, <laughs> is it not? It, it is. is. In name it's waning. These days. It's waning. I, I today saw a photo malls. inside. We, we got the yeah. ice rink back. That's true. That's right. We still got the ice rink. But yeah, so they made Pulling me a new on. phone. Um, I had a call to activate it. That took a while, but it went really well. Well, um, so then we continued our taco tour. I think this was, was like the night before she activated. She's all excited. She's working it. And then the yeah, very so we, next morning. So we'd been, you know, in town a couple days doing tacos on our way to everything going great. And now I have my own phone so I can take yeah. pictures and I don't have to like ask Joe to send me things for later. <laughs> um, he, I was like using his phone yeah. primarily, though. It's very nice. It was. Um, I did. I was really nice to get the hell off the phone for myself. It was like, here, baby, you have the you phone. Can have it. <laughs> so most of the tacos were just eating um, at the place at a picnic table or inside if there's an inside. But this one, we we're on the way to the birthday party, and you know we're on the L.A. River bike trail for this first time. And I think, wouldn't it be so fun to <laughs> eat these on that slopey cement oh, siding yep. that's in oh, all yeah. the movies? It's super oh, it's in every, yeah. 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 It's also turns out that those cars really can't drive very well on the side of it because it's really, really <laughs> steep. Yeah. I mean, and you've seen Greece. Everyone's uh-huh. seen Greece. I had a college roommate that watched it every single day for a year. So I've seen it a lot. There's no water in the LA River. Like, or, you know, but there very is little. Parts of it have water in it. <laughs> okay. They've um, made it estuaries now, and there's, there's, there's herons and there's yeah. trees. No it's amazing. <laughs> There's this place called the Spoke um, Bicycle Shop. Uh, on it says L.A. River, established 2015. It's a great restaurant, huh. bike shop, all of that. And so it's this happening scene. Really? And, but it's really growing. And, the, and there's there's water run. And I'll hand it back over to Maddie. There's <laughs> not, not so water not all running of it has through. Water it. like filling the entire basin, yeah. but parts of it do. Mm. And we, stopped it. we had we had our tacos. We were on the slope, mm-hmm. and it was a messy taco. I am digging in my hip pouch for my fork, and as I'm in there, the phone just like jumps out. The new phone tried to escape below my feet and just slid oh, down. Oh gosh! And oh, and not life. fast, you guys. Yeah, it's slow enough to be like. Uh, I. Uh, uh, but, but I. So I. Um, I brought my bike shoes to L.A. I, I rarely clip in, so I feel like a tap dancer when I wear them. I'm wearing yeah, them tonight. Yeah. I feel so fancy <laughs> um, when I wear my bike shoes, but they're slippery, especially they're on grippy. slopes. Yeah. So I couldn't, um, I couldn't just run after it. So no. I had to take them off and like carefully tuck them like uphill so they wouldn't. So they don't slide, too. yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then, like, scamper down barefoot mm-hmm. slowly so I don't fall in the water. Because it's um, an angle, you guys. Right. It's yeah. a real angle. You can't angle. just dive after it. Yeah. No. Yeah. If you had started running down, you would have started just, like, 
Yeah. I mean, I think parts might be shallower, but this was pretty steep here. This was probably not the best spot for me to have decided we should stop. Um, I mean, for lots of reasons. Um, So then, yeah, thank goodness the phone just like plopped in the water and stayed where it was. Mm -hmm. I don't know if some iPhones float. Yes, when it hit, there was a moment we both were like, is it going to keep going downstream? (laughs) Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, So it stayed. And there are birds in the water. So, you know, it's... I would not recommend swimming normally oh, in the LA water yes. river, but I had to wade in barefoot. It's a foot, maybe seven inches. So she was, she got into the river, the LA river. Yeah. At least more than ankle deep. Hmm. And Wait. there are things in my system now, I'm sure. Well, um, and then when she got back, she said, Oh my God, what am I doing with the legs and the water and all that? I got her water bottle. Oh and yeah. We, and we started spraying the feet down. Because, you know, it is L.A. River. I mean, river <laughs> is a really technically uh, so, strong word. There. And the phone were you able worked? to fish it out? Yeah. 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 It was okay. like right there. Yeah. So I got it. Um, mm-hmm. It worked. I didn't even put it in rice. It seemed fine. Oh, the, I uh, think newer right. iPhones are, I mean, I think they say they're waterproof. And they say but... down to four feet or something. Mm-hmm. Really? And it was only six inches or eight inches. They are officially IP68 rated as of two years ago. I don't even know what that means. Some kind Me- of Python talk. <laughs> right. Can... He lost me here. Uh, well, that was... I'll, just, I'll just nod and pretend like I knew what he was <laughs> well, talking about. And like, also, my, my phone in my pocket, yeah, okay. I could do the yeah. same thing, but I would oh. be out of luck. Because you have a cracked screen? My old uh, one had a cracked screen. Phone. Yes. Oh, okay. And the cracked <laughs> yeah. screen causes trouble. Oh, I yep. bet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but here's the whole thing. The whole time she was running down with the socks had been tucked away nicely in the shoes, and I was like, making sure the shoes didn't roll down. And she's working her way down. I look behind me, and I realize... I put my bike on that side of the fence, but Maddie had put her bike on the inside of the fence. Oh, no. And I was I was going to jump up like Galahad and, and run down after her and help, but I realized, big old bear that I am, I'd probably knock her bike, and it'd be some kind of Rube Goldberg thing where the bike rolled down. Oh, yes. <laughs> and caught her and knocked mm. her into the river. And oh, the water in my mouth. And, oh, yeah. and so I, for once. <laughs> and Patigo. The metal cowboy showed a moment of restraint. And I just sat there. <laughs> for once. For once. And I just sat there quietly eating my taco <laughs> and watching this whole thing unfold. And carefully tucking your own phone in your yes. taco. <laughs> I will say, before I did anything else, I was holding my phone. I went, ooh. <laughs> oh my my Let's make sure this is secure here. We're learning from others' mistakes. Yes. I, I picture just like this Otis Redding soundtrack coming on as this all's happening, like <laughs> sitting at the dock of the bay. It was that slow. Okay. Oh, my gosh. I will yeah. say, though, one more thing. She's down there. She's waiting on her phone. She's working it out. I'm saying, you okay, honey? And then I look over, and she's got a little bit of taco left in her box. And I thought, am I just a pitiful little man? Am I going to eat that? She is not looking. No. Yeah, no, and I'm you not. flip the coin and <laughs> No, I'm not, because she will remember that there's a little mm. I would not have noticed. <laughs> the birds took Can't it. chance it. Couldn't chance it, people. Mm. So successfully rescued. Amazing. The phone mm-hmm. I didn't deserve I didn't deserve that, like oh. treating my brand new phone so, um, yeah, callously. I don't oh. know if it's a deserve or not. You just lucked I out. I lucked out. I yeah. totally lucked out, yes. And I've dropped it several times since then. So, yeah, because my, my old case, lost with the old phone, had the magnet for my um, life-proof handlebar mount. So now I don't have that anymore. Oh. And yeah, Now we're using twist so ties hard. and all kinds yeah. of great stuff. 
gear ties are the like best thing another, ever. Well, another magnet for it, or no? well, so I got it. I ordered a new magnet, and oh. but I put it on my old case that I'm using right now that is too slippery, so it didn't stay on. Um, That's so weird. So I got another case, but now I can't find where in the house I put down the new magnet. It's in the LA River, you guys. We need to get more stuff <laughs> to solve our problem with this stuff. I know. I don't want to order another one. It's somewhere yeah. in my house. Yeah, no, and we'll find it. Yeah. We'll find it in June or July. But so now I put it in my very, very old life-proof uh, phone mount, the one that used to kind of um, clasp around the phone, um, but secure it in with a gear tie. Do you ever use gear ties for oh, things? Oh, yes. They're like industrial strength first pipe cleaners. Oh, yeah, I love those. That yeah. kept my phone on her her bike the days before she got her phone in. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Then, and then we it, were just blindly following Google Maps bike directions around. So it's lovely. <laughs> usually I take a lot of time and plan routes and save them and ride with GPS and don't really um, experiment at all. But for sometimes when I, especially when I don't have the kids along um, and, or if I don't have time to plan, we just relied on Google Maps to get us around and it worked really well. We would find murals. We would find restaurants. She did um, dial in the pies for me because I'm a pie man. And um, that was just lucky. So we were at um, Best Best Fish Tacos in Ensenada, the name of a fish and shrimp taco place. Best Fish Tacos? A lot of people think they're the best fish tacos. Mm. That I was think a they're really very, good very, diplomatic very, answer. They are very, very, very good. good. They're <laughs> very good. They were. Um, but, but we were in Los Feliz, and I don't know L.A. well, but I know that's where House of Pie is. Ah, so, um, yes. yeah. So from there, we added in a pie stop. You know uh, what gets me thinking, talking about tacos and pie? Uh, while they might not have the best tacos, they do have some of the best beer. That <laughs> ah, would be... The Beer Moggers on Southeast Division and 12th. I was right by there today thinking about the beer mongers because I was just a few blocks um, east at Books with Pictures. Oh, yeah. Who today, this day of recording, but not today, the day of airing, got a brand new um, food cart in their parking lot. No kidding. At 16th. So, so close to the beer mongers. Um, It's Amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's um, tacos, yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. Well, and burritos, right. in, including California burritos. That's not my thing, but I've never seen one together. outside of San that? Diego. you got to tell me what California burritos are. They put are. french fries in it. Oh, interesting. People love them. I would think that's like Coney Island burrito or something. That sounds like Canada yeah, I, or I, poutine I, or something. <laughs> well, oh, Pittsburgh, yeah. Pittsburgh, they yes. put, they put uh, french fries Pittsburgh. and coleslaw. Pirelli's. In yes. Yes. Yeah, the I lived brothers. there for four years. Yes. Many brothers. Um but yeah. Oh, so yeah. this is called uh, right. La Sobracita, I think, and they're, they're really good and they're really nice. And I think on Facebook it says they're closed Sundays, but today they told me they're open every day right now, but they're thinking about closing Mondays. Um, but yeah, from I think 10 a.m. until 9 p.m. most days. Extensive menu. L.A. prices. I had a two dollar taco. The great thing about the beer mongers on Southeast Division and Twelfth <laughs> is they do allow outside food. Oh, great! So you could get, so you could get the tacos or burritos tacos or your burritos. And bring them over. Roll right They're back so down. fast. Oh, especially on right the rainy down there. Just like just don't sit on the slope that's outside of the food cart <laughs> because your phone is going it's in the river. And baby, when it goes in, mm-hmm. it's in Division River. <laughs> Division River. <laughs> It was a river It's not today. coming back. No, it was a river these days. Man, though. yeah, it's so weird. We get so much rain, and yet we can't quite figure out our drainage. I'm going to go on a slight rant. Okay, oh, here we go. Yeah. You know, right away. <laughs> just about every corner on about every major street is flooded. Yeah. Um, mm. 
Anna and I were on our way to the Max station from our house, and we had to walk in the street, like in the lane. Hopefully nobody hit, you know, or thankfully nobody hit us. We were just like crossing our fingers because the sidewalks flooded over because it's not draining. We get so much rain, and yet we haven't quite figured out. And it's been a while. Is, how do we drain all this? It's been a while since we'd had such good rain. So it it's feels true. like it, it, it gave does. it a little bit You're of time right there, to pile Gilbert. up. Uh, it gave us amnesia, and now we're all pro- back to square one trying to figure it all out again. But I have a recommendation. If you are flooded out on Division, we went and had pie <laughs> <laughs> on National Pie Day. Oh, yeah. That was just last week on the 23rd. We walked in, and Maddie Wait, says— Wait, the 23rd? Yes, the 23rd. So not—, not, not- P.I. day, P.I.E. day. Okay. That's taken off and everybody oh. goes and gets pies. Yeah. Okay. Pizza pies, quiche, all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. But the actual official National Pie Day is the 23rd of January. And we thought it was BS. because, Or at least Maddie uh, said to me, you think that's a sign that they I mean, just... what are the odds? Right, right. That the, the sign... And it's, it had today's date, but like they could reprint that every single sure, day. Sure. And also oh. this is one of jeans, which has notoriously bad Wi-Fi. Oh, really? Or they used to, I don't know, 10 years ago, Cap okay. tells me they had bad Wi-Fi, yeah. so ah. she doesn't go there anymore. So, but, um, but I think their Wi-Fi is probably fine. Their pie is delicious. No, but so, like, I tried to connect to the internet, but what if they've got this, like, it's just a LAN, and they, like, make this fake page. Oh, my they God. know you're going to Google right, right. Exactly. when it's National Pie Day. And it, Every they day. Just, it's like, like Groundhog Day. Flat page with it's today's pie. date. It's Ground Pie Day. I'm still yeah. not convinced that it was actually National Pie Day. If, if we were a podcast that was not supported by our listeners, that's where we'd insert our clever uh, VPN sponsor that <laughs> we don't have because, fortunately, we don't have to. So. <laughs> you like to surf the internet? You don't want the governments to track you while you surf? You need to get a VPN. Exactly. But yeah, we, right. I mean, yeah. we ate more pie than we would have <laughs> otherwise because we thought it was National and Pie Day. And invest in silver. So we had... Pies, save, I mean, sweet and savory there because they have quiche. Uh, anyway, um, you know, if you're listening, when we come back by, a free sample of pie would be nice if you you're, you know, you hear us <laughs> plugging you. At any rate, uh, pies and tacos and, and bikes and the train. We didn't. We should wrap up by talking about the train. Oh, yeah. The, mm-hmm. the way back was great, too. We were an hour early uh, in Delhi, but I think they build that in anyway, right? No, it's often late. Everyone I was going to say, if you, if you are on time, if you are on time, you're feeling like <laughs> a superhero. If you're exactly. early, it's like, oh my gosh, the heavens have opened up. Plus, and, we made up time. We were we were running an hour late, which is still yeah. nothing for that train. Yeah. And I um, woke up several times in my tiny little bed overnight, and it felt like we were just crawling along. And then somehow, we made up more than our hour behind and arrived an hour early. And it was hilarious when we broke down, because we broke down in a tunnel in the middle of like oh, no. Christmas oh, that's, yeah, that's land, an hour late. up on top of the between Shamalt and, and Klamath Falls, somewhere mm-hmm. in snowy that's Christmas the, land. That's Beautiful. the best place to break down. It is. The whole thing shut down. Generators went on. It was electricity. Some guy was outside pumping something. I kept telling him, there's a guy pumping a manual thing out there. Um, but we weren't. We didn't care. We built in. This was part of our adventure. Yeah, yeah. So we didn't care. Two sleeper cars down, there was a woman who cared. Someone cared a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. She was like, the guy, our our steward, was, was calming her down, or he thought he was calming her down. He said, it's okay. It's okay, ma'am. We're inside a tunnel. And she's like, what? <laughs> We're inside a tunnel. <laughs> she's like, if I could see out right now, because it was middle of the night. Right. 
I would be freaking out. Oh, gosh. Maddie leans over to me because we're just two cars down. Yeah. She says, I wonder what freaking out really sounds like. <laughs> oh, then. Yeah, if this is her <laughs> now. This is her not freaking yeah. out. So the guy, he was a consummate Amtrak professional. He says, yeah. not to her. He doesn't address her directly. He gets on the microphone to the whole car and he says, Folks, we're having a little bit of technical difficulty. It'll all be fine. Um, this would be a great time for you to have me come down, tuck you in, and when you wake up, we'll be in California. <laughs> it was just <laughs> – and he was speaking to her right, right. through us. <laughs> Total tour guide trick right there. But somehow we made it uh, an hour early. And that nice. was the way back uh, – by the way, I plug an Amtrak, but the food, great – Food was great. Not airport uh, airline food rehashed. It's cooked on the spot, and it was wonderful. Limited menu, but it was a wonderful menu. Possibly not Whole30 friendly. I don't know. That's okay. No, probably not. I wouldn't take Amtrak on yeah. Whole30. Yeah, take a break from uh, anything <laughs> if you're going on Amtrak and just enjoy the food. You're well, on holiday. And that's how long yeah. the, the trip is. But it didn't take us the Whole30. It just took us 29 <laughs> hours to get there. <laughs> nice. But she's good. Um the way back, uh, the last thing I'll say on the train, and again, rolled right up, uh, pigeons flying us, over us in the morning. <laughs> we rolled into the station and put the bikes on there. The guy says, psst, psst, come here. I can't sell this big room over here because technically the door is broken, but I'll show you, you know, some tricks. But I can sell your room, so would you like to move into this bigger room? Yes. <laughs> so we, we, we didn't sleep in it. It was just the morning of. But sure. We got to experience the whole, you know, like European Empress. Train, ah, yeah, yeah. You know, like we but, were. But the sleeper car itself is is really nice. So we opted right. to get a roomette, which like just fits two people, um, and your meals are included. So it mm-hmm. was more expensive than a, a train or a plane ticket would have been. Um, but, but not a ton more. No, it, yeah, it was it was really fun. And then on the way back, so of course I'm always wondering, like, can I do this with two children? Right. Um, so it was really nice to get to hang out in this three person car to see what that would be mm-hmm. like. And it is; mm-hmm. it's much more spacious. Has a bathroom. I mean, and a shower. Yeah, had a little his own bathroom. So um, it was interesting. To the meals were the most exciting part. They really were um, because they they seat you with two strangers every meal. And right. So yeah, so everyone in the in the sleeping cars gets their meal included, and people in business and coach can buy a meal, and they'll page them to come in. So a couple right. times we were across from like two singletons that they like um, page oh, separately. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. so that was kind of neat. But yeah, every meal was with different people, and it actually took me until like halfway back to realize a lot of the people traveling on these trains that's their whole vacation. They are making these elaborate loops on different trains. Chicago, lines. New Orleans. Um, oh. And that's the vacation. Like they, some of them would stop. They just stop. want the experience of being on the train. Yes. Yes. And, and each time there's a leg, you can get off and like spend a night in L.A. and a day and come back on the train. They what like I loved ticket, right? is we saw the spectrum of society. Yeah. We had one guy, we weren't sure if he was on the run or just taking some time <laughs> off as he was working jobs. You have too many details. I won't. Okay. They're all named Wendy. Um, <laughs> We had we had couples. We had uh, Trump uh, supporters. Just one. We, just one. Just one. We had uh, just this. He was group. a singleton because his wife was sleeping in, and the guy next to him, as soon as he like Start wanted up. to know how we felt, uh-huh. like quickly finished his meal and bolted. That guy ghosted. He was like, <laughs> "I'm out of here," because he knew he had already been talking to me enough. He goes, "Oh, that guy's not going to keep quiet." Yeah. <laughs> 
So, but we saw the spectrum of society, right and it was on. just lovely. And they saw the spectrum of society too with us. <laughs> so um, it was lovely, and mm-hmm. we didn't touch a, an automobile. It is, it is a very unique experience in that you don't you don't get that from any any other form yeah. of transportation. I like want to do plane. a big loop Everybody's- now too. <laughs> um, I yeah. was so nervous for people talking about connections. Like, well, yeah. what if we're late? Cause we're always late, but they don't care. They'll just take it the next day. Yeah. Um, the, the Trump supporter had like two days in Seattle. Um, and so like, they do have little stops planned <laughs> here and there. Out of curiosity. But that's not. Did you catch their name or it was just, that's, we'll refer to them. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, I don't. Oh, okay. I'm just curious. <laughs> Most people don't like introduce themselves by name. Or no, let's see. They did. I okay. would ask yeah. them their names. I Sorry, was, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I, 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 oh. I, I, always, I will always think of him as Little Rock because he was from Little Rock. Okay. Um, Do you know him? Uh, no, I was just oh. curious. But like, we, we established his, his support when he said something like, um, uh, granted, my son says he may, of course, he may have committed adultery. He may have done. You're oh. sort of listing off all yeah, of yeah. his atrocities. But look what all he's done. But so, look at everything. Yeah. He talks straight talk. Anyway, um, we had a blast. And what I want to say about the simple life is you can't do these things without a car. Yeah. It was lovely. And we didn't. You can whole, do L.A. without a car. You can. I first wanted to, like, oh, I think 10 years ago, um, when the frugal traveler wrote, wrote a piece yeah. in the newspaper about doing LA car free, and that is like when I just like got the idea well, and just, like started meeting car free people in LA, and I was like, I gotta do uh, this. And this was definitely my most car free visit ever, and and it felt like well, I mean, just getting a bike everywhere is so different than taking the light rail everywhere, yeah. which works really well if you can plan things near the light rail, which I, I've done in the past. But yeah, but you see so much more. We saw architecture. We saw the big blue Scientology building that Maddie. Yeah. That's where my dad was. Born. <laughs> it used to be a hospital. Um, we, I mean, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, really, my dad was born there. <laughs> like, oh, it used to be a hospital. Okay, that makes sense. Mm. <laughs> he was born in Scientology. <laughs> this okay. explains a lot. Um, <laughs> Free Scientology for life when you're born there. <laughs> no coupons. So it's, it's the least they can do. Yeah. So, but murals and bookstores. We went to the last bookstore and we went to this this place that served ice cream in a, in a black cone. Oh, you would like that. It's not Whole30, but so black. Oh, yes. Little damage. Somebody somebody local just just introduced a black cone. Who was it? Uh Uh-oh. He's been to L.A. Uh, Anyways. It was just a lovely trip. And I would tell people, don't be afraid to cycle in L.A. Yeah. Um, I never even had a close call in in 130 miles. All right. Huh. Sweet. One of the Google Maps, I think on the way to Glendale from the train station, routed us on the opposite side of the sidewalk for this little stretch on a very busy road. And I love when Google was able to pick those things up, probably because people have like reported a bug sure. to say, this is the bike route. You have to do this. Here. You got to you got to jump um, on the sidewalk. For yeah, this like one. I yeah. wouldn't I wouldn't have wanted to do it with my kids, which is how I always like gauge things. Mm-hmm. But um, for like two adults um, and I'm not. I would not refer to myself as like fast and fearless. I will go anywhere, but I don't like biking just anywhere. I would say fearless, but maybe not fast. Yeah. Well, I brought my road bike. So, I mean, (laughs) so that's what made this all work for me. I would not have liked going up that hill on any other bike um, by my brother's house. Uh, Yeah. But let me tell you, a beast mode. She went to beast mode up that hill. I'm behind her. Chain snapped. (laughs) She's already gone. I'm like, (laughs) I'm pushing that damn thing up. So... 
She's fearless and dumb. She's not slow. No. Mm-hmm. Well, Maddie Carlson, Joe Kermaski, thank, thank you so you much. Thank you both. Yeah. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Sharing your LA experience. Uh, would you like to hang out for our news and headlines? Or how are you feeling? I usually do. I it's, do. Always. Well, I think we've been on the show accumulation of, what, 12 times? You, you know, at you least. Know. At I don't least. think I like we've ever ask. missed the I news. I like to give the opportunity. Yeah. Well, I think last time I listened Maybe to Joe on the show, he had to leave before the news. Oh, oh you did? Out. I did. <laughs> what was, it was that? a child issue. Oh, yes. Mm. Well, we, we, we don't... Uh, but we you don't always plan on stage. staying. I always plan. Yeah. It's all good. Intention is as as good as. I don't oh, know. and you don't have to do double the news because you did that with that last episode. Did Sorry, you? I always binge on episodes <laughs> like right before I come I don't, I'm not good. You're Sorry. the only podcast I listen to, Sorry. but I'm not good about listening week to week to week. It's funny you mentioned that because we <laughs> actually do have to double up on news. <laughs> But I really loved Patrick's episode. By yeah. the way. Yeah. I like that so much. Oh, good. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I read a lot about e-bikes and I talk to people about e-bikes, but he put it so well. And I learned yeah. so much more stuff. We, just getting to see his perspective. We would love to talk speed. more with mm-hmm. e-bike people in the future. Yeah. So, I'll have Maddie on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. We'll that's the about, thing. Yeah. I No, because Guthrie mentioned me the episode before um patrick's about talking e-bikes but i um no i'm like not good about talking about e-bikes. <laughs> so not like patrick i have a friend who works at rad power bikes and i've reached out to them and let them know that uh if they have somebody who wants to swing into the show and chat e-bikes uh-huh. uh not even like industry perspective wise but just like e-bikes yeah here's the thing uh so hopefully we'll have somebody take up on that offer and cool uh in addition to them anybody else that you can recommend as a listener for somebody that we should talk to about e-bikes um you know we're just two folks sitting here in a studio we only know what we know uh come tell us more it is uh something we'd love to cover more as part of the show i did you inspired me though to um finally write this blog post about why i don't ride my borrowed e-bike more oh, okay. so you can look at that yeah. at your leisure. good tease <laughs> i'll check nice. that out Hey, and I have a tease for everybody that's been waiting for lightning in a saddle. Um, It had some legal uh, wrangling. Oh, no. That's what held it up. It's done. Uh, It's in the final proofing stages uh, as far as line edits, little things. But uh, it's coming. So, listeners... So we've been we've been looking for this for a while. I know. Don't send me letters. <laughs> it's been written for a while. And I say it, that matter of factly, not like, no. hey, we've been looking well, for this for a while. You're being kind. <laughs> I do get those letters, so it's coming. Don't um, you know what you owe these people? Oh, <laughs> blood and sweat and metal. You know. Yes. So anyway, it's coming. Nice. Awesome. Uh, I guess you know we often ask in most of our shows before we transition to our uh, calendar. Where can people find you or follow up with you if they are looking to connect out and about in the wider world? Um, my uh, Twitter and Instagram and website are all Family Ride. Uh, the website's familyride.us and the other ones are at symbol Family Ride. <laughs> and people can really these days find me uh, at washcobikes.org because oh, yeah. we didn't even cover any of that. But I'll come on again of course. at some point and yes. we'll... Uh, We'll do a State of the Union out there and uh, mm-hmm. on the west side and all yeah. that sort. Um, things are going well. Uh, I was going to say, the end of the year looked really good for you guys. Yeah, we've had a really uh, strong surge out there. And I'm not saying it's me, but I'm trying to do, you know, uh, John Snow on the wall out there because it, <laughs> it is a... 
Uh, it is the outpost. <laughs> it's the outpost, and so uh, I think we're we're gaining some ground. Right on, and right uh, on. and there's nothing but uh, ground to gain out there. So mm-hmm. sweet. Well, whether it's biking on Trask to the coast and being filmed by Oregon Public Broadcasting, or checking out some neat bike machinations and happenings uh, for, Wa- for Washington County Bike Co., uh, we look forward to chatting yes. with you both in the near future. You got it. Sweet. Thanks so Thank much, you. you guys. I love, I love, I love, I love don't don't ever use that. Too bad, Tim Mooney. Five hundred one episodes and counting. We're keeping the streak going. Uh, first up on our calendar, February fifteenth, a new item: the Chariot Wars twenty twenty at Essex City Park. And uh, read two weeks ago, but we'll also read this week: Mohawk Valley Metric Century uh, in or put on by Eugene Vello, is Saturday, May 9th, at Armitage Park in Eugene. June 13th, Hophead 100 in Independence, Oregon. August 15th is the Swift Summit 200-100 version 4 in Lebanon, Oregon. August 16th, the Swift Summit Northwest Hill Climb, location unknown. Mm Mm-hmm. The second Thursday of every month is the Joyful Riders Club in Minneapolis. The first Friday of every month, the San Francisco Bike Party. The second Friday of every month, the Boston Bike Party. Also, the second Friday of every month is the Indianapolis Bike Party. Also, also the second Friday of every month, the East Bay Bike Party. The third Friday of every month is the San Jose Bike Party. And last Friday of every month, the Baltimore Bike Party. The first Saturday of every month is the Civil Unrest Ride. And every second Sunday of every month in Portland is the Corvidai Bike Club Ride. Ka-ka! Last Sunday of every month is the Vintage and Classic Ride in Huntsville, Alabama. And upcoming <clears throat> filmed by bike tour dates are, speaking of L.A., L.A., California, February 9th, Seattle, Washington, February 28th, Idaho Falls, Idaho, March 5th, and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, March 22nd. Have they announced the Portland date yet? It will be in May. Okay. I'm, I, I think they have. Okay. Uh, I should add that. <laughs> it well, it, be, would, it, it wouldn't surprise me if it hasn't, it hasn't listeners. been announced yet. But Oh, I'm well, so typically uh, they will get the date for the next year basically as the festival ends. So yeah. I'm pretty sure the date is there. Uh, it might not be out and promoted um, as in the same way, but the jury screenings were just two weekends ago. All right. And uh, so we'll be seeing that pretty soon. And now for... What can compare with the thrill of a brand new bike? All right, despite our earlier tweet today about great winter bike ridership in Chicago's Milwaukee Avenue. This is in the first person of it. <laughs> I was going to say, I, we didn't tweet this. Protected bike lane, everything isn't peaches and cream. Come on, one Peloton. First the controversial Peloton wife ad, and now this. Oh, and that's the famous Peloton van parked in the bike lane photo. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 How hilarious is that? Classic. Come on. A van delivering stationary bikes 
stationary <laughs> in the bike lane. There's uh, got to be some bicycle equivalent for the Darwin Award. Right? Oh. Mm-hmm. I hear their insurance is really good if you accidentally run into it. I don't actually hear their insurance is good. <laughs> uh, this is an article sent a couple weeks ago, but I'm glad that we're doubling up on news for this week because... Oh, yes. Lo we, and behold, we might have some insider perspective on this. Yeah. Uh, so from the Washington Post, the article is titled The End of an American Tradition, The Amtrak, the Amtrak Dining Car. I have information on that. Yeah. You got to read the deeper into that. That's okay. only ending on the Northeast Corridor for a short distance between New York and D.C. Mm. Um, and they oh, no one are goes getting there so much. Anyway. They're getting so much pushback. So if you're an Amtrak uh, enjoyer of Amtrak, uh, you know, send them a letter, send them an email, right send them a yeah. text because um, it, it, they'll lose so much of the ambiance and the customer base if they cut out the. Um, and one of the guys said, our, our our new millennials want to eat in their rooms and eat bad food is what basically it, 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 is the justification. justification. Of it? They want to eat airport food. Please. They don't want to eat airline food. No one wants to eat airline and food. And we, we met a ton of young people on the train. They were like, this is great. <laughs> right. You know, the, the, the food. So I have a sneaking suspicion that they will be particularly receptive to uh, commentary. We didn't cover this for news. I didn't get added in for this week. Um, but if you've been listening to national headlines about Amtrak. Uh, there have also been some large concerns about their accommodation for those with disabilities. Oh, yeah. uh, so there was a um, event that was happening a couple cities away, and this is my paraphrasing from an uh, article that I read, so if it's a little off, please forgive me. Uh, but they, yeah, f- sort of failed to accommodate some folks. Or 25 in- grand they were going to try yeah, and charge them to move. Something like that. Uh, no. the, the tickets were $14, but they were going to have to take out all of the seating for these two uh, wheelchairs. Mm-hmm. And so they, they said, sure, we can do it for $25,000. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. A piece. Yep. Well, and How then- is that not an ADA violation? It was. So they, okay. they backed it all up. And then I think, Gunther, if we're just going to pile on, they uh they also tried to remove the uh the well, one of the directors of the CP oh gosh um uh, move her to the back of the train for some other oh yes I did hear about this the, so you know Amtrak's batting a thousand but we enjoyed the food on the <laughs> ride down LA. we want we want to use your services yes yeah. uh, knock it off no it's uh you know it's a large organization and I would say to the point that they sure. might you know. Uh, be a bit more reactive to feedback during this particular month. Yes. Uh, <laughs> they, they've they've <laughs> got their listening ears on today. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They're knuckleheads. So. <laughs> it's it's in their interest, I feel. Uh, from Brock Dittus, we have, about the time I traveled the world flight-free for four years, in parentheses, or in uh, brackets. I don't even know what that is. Those are parentheses. Thank you. It's been a long day. <laughs> and, <laughs> You've been programming too much. And nobody cared. <laughs> Yeah, is it a Python parentheses? Exactly. <laughs> Python parentheses, best parentheses. Oh, nice photo. I, I found um, Aaron. In, wow. Apparently that was Coloma, yeah. I think, is where we left for the, the highway. So. Ah. Coloma, there's the sea. It's a K, but it's a We C. found out. We're We've catching. been wondering this whole time. It was Sorry, bugging me, actually. No, no, it's fine. It's, <laughs> it was bugging me. You've been wondering. It's like, <laughs> like that itch you just can't reach, you know? Especially I've got, not with your I've right got more arm. of those these days, yeah. Mm-hmm. New, new, in our news and headlines, Aaron was found riding in Klomath, leaving Woodland. This was like two years ago, though. Like, not, not recently. Well. Just 
to let everybody know, I still have a broken collarbone. I'm not <laughs> riding, not my riding bike. a bike. <laughs> yeah, se- segueing back, especially for insurance purposes, I'm not riding a bike. But also for actual purposes, I'm not riding a bike. You, you didn't not not fall on your not bike. Yes. Exactly. Well, I mean, I did fall on my bike. That's that's. All that's how this there. all started. That's, that's all out there. Whatever you but I'm, say. Yeah. I'm not riding against doctor's orders. It's either. radio. How would I know? Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. So we have from a former guest on the show uh, about the time I traveled the world, flight free for four years. Oh my gosh! And nobody cared. Oh. Um, well, I wouldn't say nobody cared, but I could certainly understand how that might feel impression-wise. Uh, this is this is a very well-written article. Uh, we'll, we will link to it in our show notes um but it's yeah definitely especially we've been talking about a lot about the simple life these days we had a train episode uh about getting around without a plane and uh was talking uh in this author's experience uh just about you know choosing i i think my uh my read on the article was choosing to walk a certain path not because anybody cares but because it's right for you and i think uh so often we have either pressures or expectations that we place on ourselves or others do. Um, so for those that choose to travel the world flight-free, um, good on you. And you're making a difference. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I, I, that's, that was the thing. Like, I, I don't know how... I feel like we could have a whole show on this, but uh, like I feel like I've had personally to... This is something like I think about every time uh, that I do fly, and, and I don't super often uh but like i i had to definitely like hem and haw over the uh moral and like ethical implications of flying um because i you know not actually just a decade ago i think i stated pretty like openly that i would never step on another plane again (laughs) uh you know so i would take uh kind of hard to get over to new zealand without that you are so right about that. Uh, Not to say impossible, just difficult. Totally. Yeah. Well, and it's I. I mean, for me, there's like the the um, theoretical. Uh, you you know you you have an environmental studies background, and you're really like trying to figure out like that line between um, you know having some mobility in the world, uh, or at least some sense of like autonomy, if you will. Uh, but then also knowing the autonomy, especially when you're talking about planes and speed of travel, uh, comes with a externalized cost. And so I think mm-hmm. like it's knowing about that cost. And for me, like where I personally drew the line was to like, I guess, default to flying the least amount possible. Um, but my rule is to if I do fly, uh, particularly internationally, uh, to spend no less than a month in the place that I fly to. And fortunately, um, I've been able to visit some beautiful, wonderful places uh, to, uh, you know, attend a wedding of one of my best friends, that sort of deal. And so I, I haven't like really, I've, I've tried not to be too hard on myself. Whereas right like, on. back in the day, I'd just be like, ah, F you Guthrie, like you're not, you're on a plane. Uh, so, so with that rule, like I'm able to like breathe and <laughs> not, not like. No, it's definitely not worth guilting yourself. Yeah, over, I, don't I know. I think that's like the, the. That's definitely like easy to do <clears throat> if you come out of that like uh, like environmental like, sure. hardcore background, if you will. Uh, but yeah, it's it's um, nice to have this article because I think it gives a lot of perspective, and it gives perspective from somebody who has been walking that walk and um, you know talking that talk uh, right for on. a good yeah, solid yeah. four years. So yeah, yeah. 
Um, I want to ask if you're going to be you're going overseas for a month, limiting yourself to a month or more at a time, not mm-hmm. limiting, expanding yourself. Do your friends like stop answering your texts overseas? Like, uh, he's coming, he's coming, he's going to stay a month. Uh, so it's, it's funny. It's funny that you mentioned that. Uh, I, I like this is where. So I haven't been on social media too much lately, um, and it's actually works in my favor when I travel because people just know, like, no matter where I'm at in the world, um, you don't WhatsApp Guthrie, you don't, uh, you know, whatever Facebook message me or whatever. You, you send me an email. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I will always answer my email. Uh, so like, I feel like kind of crusty and like curmudgeonly at this point. But like, you're, I'm you're that a Python person. luddite. I'm I that, like it exactly. Well, I'm that person that uh, email never died for. So uh, <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of nice when you're traveling because you know you toss somebody a note, and uh, if you need to get in touch, you say, okay, well, I got a SIM card in this country, and like, if we need to make it happen, we can do it that way. But uh, Jonathan, who we've had on the show before, he was funny. He's like, you know. You're the only person I send emails to anymore because, like, everybody's moved on. Because <laughs> he knows that's he'll get an answer. Well, he knows he won't get it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so my, my email's out there, uh, similar to the Sprocket Podcast email. I'm sure you guys can forward it to me. Uh, but, yeah, I, I like email. That's how I keep it in the simple life category is uh, intentionality of contact and uh, limiting, limiting those so that, in a sense, you can free yourself to experience, uh, you know, what what gap might lie in between those two extremes. Right on. Um, one last piece of mail? One last piece of mail. A couple. Uh, oh, I mean, headline. headline. One, line, yeah, yeah. one last headline. Wow. Um, that's all right. Oh. Uh, from Juntu Oberg, um, who is the vice president of the Northwest Trails Alliance, uh, ran into her the other day, and she has some really important information for those of us who ride trails around portland she says spread the word about the upcoming gateway green park closure oh no you know about that i didn't well there we go uh so the entire park will be closed in the beginning of march until november for for phase two of the construction which includes major facility upgrades as well as improvements for off-road cycling and pedestrian use say march to november yeah that is correct yeah it, like, Whatever will happen for Take a Kid Mountain Biking Day. Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, we will have the pleasure, I, I hope, of um, having Juntu on the show to talk yeah. about that. Because teased. We just teased it out. There <laughs> is a, there's an important vote that's happening in city council in a couple months. And so um, I, I can't confirm, but uh, we do hope to be able to at least talk a little bit about that. Um, so, yes, if you are interested in the... Uh, potential of off-road cycling, not in terms of extreme badass mountain biking, but getting from A to B on your bicycle on something that isn't concrete or pavement. Talk to your city councilor, in particular, Chloe Udaley, who is in charge of the vote for the thing which I can't remember because I don't have it right now. Off-road master plan? Off-road master plan. I think it's... There it is. Yeah, I think it's that. You, you have been called to action. Junto says, since this park is right off the 205 path, I know some of your listeners would probably be interested in learning more about what is happening. Uh, Paul Dickrow from Friends of Gateway Green and I are working together to get the word out about this. Uh, so yeah, more information to come, but if you are a user, lover, and um, enthusiast of Gateway Green, March until November, Phase 2, and it's one of those sweet projects where, yes, it will be closed, 
but when it opens, it's going to be that much sweeter. Yes. Yep. Uh, so yeah, we we should follow up. What what will we do for? Yeah, I mean, I don't know what they did before Gateway okay. Green because I didn't live here. Gotcha. Um, but it was really fun last year, and and it's in June, so it's during Petalpalooza, mm-hmm. and I led a mm-hmm. Kittical Mass ride there that Olive and Dingo. Um, Tall biking clowns met us halfway through. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, I mean, working with clowns is working with clowns. So <laughs> she lives with the, ra- the route. Kind of got a little messed up. They have email. I, the fact that they have email is very exciting. So yeah. you know, I sent them a route map and like <laughs> instructions and things did not go the way I thought they were going to go. It was really fun. <laughs> but it worked out yeah. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but how... it was a really fun event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I should hope working with clowns would be like working with clowns. Oh, um, that's so they're fun. great. Yeah. Well, we had on our show, uh, I, I think we had it as part of the uh, news. They were featured on one of Modest Mouse's yes. Um, yes. music videos. Oh, yeah. I haven't watched that yet, but I think is it's the called video Ice Cream Truck. Yes, yeah. it is. I, think it's out on I just saw them posting about it. Yeah, yeah oh, it's, totally. It's on worth National Pie Day, we biked right by them. Hey. Um, you might hear that my voice sounds a little different. That was the day after I, I lost my voice for four days. And it finally come back, and it's not all the way back yet. But we rode by them, and I said, "Hey, Dingo!" But I think my voice right now sounds different enough that I sound a little like Olive because he mm. didn't say oh. "Hello, random fan!" I shouting guess. hi at me. He said, "What?" <laughs> because she was in the car. I, she didn't, was, I didn't notice Olive. She but was then in Olive the driveway getting something out. She said, "Hello." Um, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. I I wouldn't have connected what? that, but now that you mention it, I can totally see what you mean by that. I mean, because normally when I shout hi to him, like mm-hmm. I don't think he recognizes me, but yeah. he knows I'm a fan, so he yeah. like yep. says yep. hi back. Not what? It's, it's always <laughs> tricky when you're shouting at people. Like speaking of which, um, Lillian Kerbeek of um, Oh My Dollar was biking by our place the other day, and like you know, totally just on her way somewhere. And I always I always like pause because like I'm excited that I see somebody yeah. that like I recognize and that I know. But then I'm like, oh, what if I like startle them? So I wrote her an email. I was like, I'm sorry if I like took you off your groove. Uh, Cause like if you're just riding around, like if somebody's like, hey, Guthrie, and you're just like, oh, God, what happened? <laughs> so I imagine if you're like Olive and Dingo, you're a bit more used to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which helps. But uh, yeah, if I've ever startled you on your bike by shouting your name at you, um, hi. And also, my apologies. <laughs> I, I feel like no one else does this, and I don't know why I do, but even when I'm on my big dummy, when I shout hi at someone, I usually say, hi, it's Maddie, because oh, I yeah. always uh, think no one's going to recognize me, but yeah. no one... Tons I of people recognize people would do that to me. I was riding with um, my son the other day, and a guy with a bandana covering his entire face shouted, hi, Maddie. Uh, and Brandon and I just started laughing, because I was like, I have no idea. Yeah. And I wish these people would send emails later, because oh, yeah. that's what I exactly. do. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> well, I feel validated in that. Well, and that happens to me with the metal, uh, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's not, I don't, it's, I'm not kidding myself that they're calling out because they're yelling metal cowboys right, right. there's not a whole lot of it's <laughs> not an army of metal cowboys out there that there is a state of mind but you know <laughs> and it happens and you get that and and you don't know who they are no. or, they're, or they've gone by you before you realize like, uh, mm-hmm. so yeah. i have i work with a lot of people who drive and um a number of them will honk as they go by me like like in a friendly way right. not like you know get off the road but they'll they'll honk, and I'm so geared to react a certain way to somebody honking at me that I've formally apologized to yep. coworkers and said like, "Hey, I'm sorry." I didn't mean to give you those hand but, gestures. Yes, or but when I hear a honk, my thought is this: I know your intention is the other thing, and so next time, 
maybe roll down your window and yell or or just go by and we'll say hi later. That's fine, too. I do love when my octogenarian neighbor honks at me, but that's the uh. only person that I'm honking at. <laughs> but yeah, mo- yeah, most people, well, I guess most people don't know because, yeah, people honk. Mm-hmm. Usually they shout and wave. I never recognize yeah. anyone in cars. Um, if somebody uses my name, it, it, I, it usually puts me at ease. Yeah, that works you know? better, like, yeah. shouting than honking. Yeah, yeah. 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 If I, I wish, just hear, like, um, hey or hi, like, I tend to be a little bit more tense. I wish bicycling.com had archived all of Ellie Blue's old columns because she had a great one about oh, yeah? should you ever honk at a friend on a bike? And it, it's like, it's like <laughs> no, blah, 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 no. Blah, 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 no. In this instance. <laughs> but it's, I loved yeah. it. Um, it uh, reminds me, speaking of like international travel and such in India, just the way all the car horns were so different. Like mm-hmm. if I could import that aspect into the US, I would do so in a heartbeat mm-hmm. because like you might be honked at, but it's so cheery. And it's Foghorn, like, leghorn. I say, I say, horn. <laughs> anything. Yeah. Like I'm back to like, L.A. Yeah. Um, the last time I rented a car in L.A., which was a very long time ago now, um, I realized the honking there is like a dialect. Mm-hmm. It was oh, yeah? really neat. Because huh. um, they spend so much time in their cars. The Californians, the SNL skit, is real i I do love it usually i don't like things that aren't like a a far cry from like the reality and it's it's every conversation i had with my dad falls down to like freeway routes even in portland where i like i i have driven to here twice before i moved here but i don't know the freeways but he's always asking for it's really weird Um, but he is a local angelino um but yeah I, i think there's just so little interaction with other people that you need to honk just to get that conversation because mm-hmm. um, it's not I mean most of it is not emergency honking which is what right, it should yeah. be um, but yeah they're just state law talking. actually is you're not to use your horn unless for a, a warning device oh. are, are you speaking as a school bus driver when you say that I don't maybe know. okay unofficially <laughs> unofficially um, State but, but when people yeah. see yeah, me in Oregon, you got to understand when they see me and they honk, I'm on my bike. <laughs> they are warning the general public. <laughs> He's coming. He's coming, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if you've got thoughts on honking, I, I know we've covered it on the show in the past, but I love to hear everybody's input oh, on yeah. that because I feel like it's it's one of those discussions. It's inexhaustible, that, I think. Exactly. Kind of like uh, helmets. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. No, you read my mind. It's just like the helmets. Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to sound and exasperated. E-bikes, yeah. <laughs> well, I think e-bikes. I'm hoping e-bikes less, and uh, we're we're going to be exploring that topic in in the upcoming months. Um, just bringing it back to home. Thank you, Juntu, for writing in, and um, yeah, hope to be able to make something happen as well as we come up closer to that city council vote. Right. And on. and and now for. Oh. Next one. And now for... We got mail. Hey, we got mail. From listener and supporter Myra M. She says, uh, Jay Lecco, my husband, introduced me to your podcast and we listen together. Thank you very much. Take care, Myra. Thank you, Myra. Yeah, thank you. Uh, From listener and supporter David M. uh, Also wrote in, uh, just sort of reflecting on his experience with uh, listening to the podcast. And uh, this was just so touching. Uh, We thought it would be nice to include on the show. Um, David says, I've never found a quote career path that I was passionate about and have bounced around a lot trying to find it. 
although there have been a number of motivating factors, listening to your show and finding myself growing increasingly and surprisingly excited listening to planners and or you guys talk about transportation, infrastructure have been a significant one, and I am now about to enter my second semester of grad school studying urban and transportation planning, and I love it. Wow! All caps for love it. Uh, so thanks for the inspiration and changing lives in a in big and small ways. Hope all is wow. well, and Her- yeah. Aaron's injury is healing okay. <laughs> it's healing okay. Yeah, thank you so much, David. Uh, we love folks reaching out and sharing their stories. Yes. Um, we don't always know what happens when these go out the wires. So um, getting feedback and also uh, stories from your lives, uh, it's very touching. So so thank you. Yeah. That that means a lot to us. Um, and from listener Tim Coleman says... Thanks, guys. Enjoyed it. He himself has a e-bike. Oh, nice. Yes, Tim. If you ever um, are around, be we'd really love to talk with you e- about your e-bike experience. <laughs> uh, and this is in response to our episode four ninety nine, where Patrick stops in to chat about why he loves e-bikes. We also have one from listener Susan Brewster. Dear Aaron, I am an occasional listener listener of your podcast and appreciate it so much that I want to share back my experience with a broken bone and what helped me get better with hopes that it might help you. A few months ago, I got stuck in a rut riding my urban bike and broke my upper arm as I used it to catch my fall. While it probably wasn't as bad as a collarbone, I'm 61 years old, I love biking, and it is also my main form of transportation, so being forced off was quite miserable. So I really empathize with your current plight. The one thing which really emotionally and physically helped me along the mending path was to start, and with doctor's qualifying plea, please don't just fall again, uh, (laughs) riding my Italian-style step-through comfort bike. I put the saddle all the way down at first so that I could worm my way on and off, the bike using mostly my legs and without putting too much stress on my arm the simple act of pushing up and then off bikes was most difficult but this bike made it gradually possible and was good for muscle and bone Mm. i was unable to get on slash off my other bikes for weeks but believe this interim stage helped make it happen sooner than without it nice you likely know people who could lend such a bike sturdy step through very very upright (laughs) with little weight on the arms for the frame I wish you the best in your recovery and continued thanks for your work on the Sprocket Podcast. Uh, best, Susan Brewster. Thank you, Susan. Um, yeah, your idea actually gave me an idea. And that was to, I haven't done this yet. and I'm, I'm still kind of reluctant to just go out and do this. But um, get my Brompton out, which is possibly my most upright bike, and just like have the saddle as low as possible so that, yeah, I can can put my feet down and uh probably have my hands it would be like almost as straight out as as i can that actually is a little bit straining right now so that's why i'm not going to do it right away on it oh i I do have bar ends on it actually i want a picture of this and the bar ends back i want a picture of you on a low rider (laughs) prompting with bar ends (laughs) but yeah maybe um and also taking maria Schur's advice that no bike ride is too short Maybe just ride around the courtyard of my apartment a couple times, see mm-hmm. how that goes. And then maybe a couple more times, see how that goes. Then go around the block, see how that goes. But we're talking very long term, though. Yeah, definitely. But yes, this I, I don't think I would have come up with this idea if it wasn't for Susan's email. Mm-hmm. Thanks for reaching out, Susan. Yeah. 
Well, you've made We've it. Done it yet again. We've made it through a whole episode mm-hmm. of the Sprocket Podcast. Congratulations! <laughs> and uh, what style should we read our Ooh, outro in? Yes, if, have, if any style at all. Style. Oh. There's there's the like. Oh 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 the the voice from the California. I was just gonna say. That's what I was just gonna say too. Little mind meld here. I was gonna say the Californians. The Sprocket Podcast is produced at X-Ray FM Studios. Thanks to the generous support of our Patreon supporters and listeners. Our website is thesprocketpodcast.com. Email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Call or text to 503-847-SET-9774. Twitter, the grams, at sprocketpodcast. Thanks to Ryan J. Lane for our theme music. Uh, Herbert for our headline sounder. Marcus Norman for graphic design. And thanks to our sustaining donors. Shadowfoot, Wayne Norman, Eric Iverson. Cameron Lean, Richard Wazinski, Tim Mooney. Glenn Kubish, Matt Kelly, uh, Eric Weiss. Todd Parker, Dan Gebhardt. Who's a time traveler? Dave Knows. Chris Smith, look forward to talking to you soon. Caleb Jenkinson, uh, JP Keeley. Peanut Butter Jar Matt. Mark Lowe, Rich Otterstrom. Andrew out there in Colorado, uh, Drew the Welder. Anna. Have a good flight over there, possibly in San Jose. Peanut Butter Jar Matt, Mark Lowe, Rich Otterstrom. Wait, I've already said those. Andre Johnson, King of Division, Richard G. Guthrie Straw, like, whoa, I'm sitting here. Oh my gosh, you said your own name again. What? (laughs) Uh, Aaron Green, author of We're Like Sons and founder of The Regrainery. Campsite, Magnus David, Nathan Poulton. Rory in Michigan, Michael Flournoy. Jeremy Kitchen, David Belay, Tim Coleman, Harry Hugel, DJ Finnerin, and uh, Brad Hipwell. Thomas Gato, Keith Hutchinson, Ranger Tom, Joyce Wilson, Ryan Tam, J- Jason Offenberg, Microcosm Publishing, David Moore, Todd Grossbeck, uh, Chris Barron, Chris, Chris Barron, Chris Barron, Sean Baird, Simon Gregory Braithwaite, Ryan Morrow, uh, Dude Luna, Dude, dude. <laughs> Matthew Rooks, C- Marshall, oh, Kaka, <laughs> <laughs> Marshall, Paul at Funitaki Cyclecraft, Philip M, Spartandale, no relation, Mr. T, who never really left, Bike Initiative, Kiwina, Sarah G, Adam D, Go Dig a Hole, Beth Hammond, Greg Murphy, Myra Martinez, Thanks for writing, Myra. Thanks for writing in. Also, Isaac M., and, you know, to all of our former donors who've helped us get this far. Now, take the La Cienega over to the San Vicente, and take the 405, and go brush your teeth. And remember, if you ever get up to Portland, it's I-5, not the 5, and, uh, go to bed. (laughs) Tasty voice. (laughs) (laughs) It was so much longer than the music.